Hello, me mighties. Welcome back to the Butterfly Effect podcast, where I am your host, Stephanie. I'm Liz. <laughs> Hi, everybody. We're so, so happy to be with you guys another week. Um, welcome, welcome back. For those of you who are new, hello. Welcome to the craziness. Um, and for our people that are our regulars, welcome back. We're hey. so, so excited to be here um, today, kind of sharing our hearts once again um, with you guys. Um, so, yeah. Hi, guys. How hey. are you? I'm doing good. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was such a weird week. I feel like we were both really busy. Yeah. And um, as much as I like to be busy, it was just a lot. Um, it was a lot of running around and stuff, which is fine. I understand that that's a part of life, but... It's been a while since, like, we've been out every single day. Yeah. Um, so it's definitely, a, like, a new structure, a new way of living that I have to get used to again. Right. Um, but I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I felt a little bit um, not present at all. Even when I was at the gym, like, I didn't feel present. Right. Um, which I hate feeling, but... Other than that, it's, it happens. it's been good. How about you? Yeah, I mean, it happens. I mean, we have our weeks yeah. where we're present and our weeks where we're not. Yeah. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I'm doing good. Uh, working a lot and getting kind of used to the people at work. And, you know, like you said, like the busyness of life, like coming yeah. home, going to the gym and recording and this and that. Um, every week and every weekend, actually, there's been something. This Saturday, I think, was the first weekend that it was supposed to be something. But because of the weather, yeah. we actually stayed home. Um, but we had something scheduled for that yeah. Saturday. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's great. I'm, I'm having a good time. I mean, I think, I feel like we're just enjoying life, but yeah. at the same time, enjoying the busyness of it. Um, I talked about it a little bit, like during Bible study, how like this year, what I want to learn is like balance. Mm. Um, like, yes, there's busyness, but I also want to balance it. Like, you know, like there's also ministry and then there's also like life, like enjoying right. life, like just balancing it and resting and then there's going to the gym but learning to balance all those components I feel like this year is what I'm really learning yeah. so my our plate are, are is full um but I think learning to balance each thing that's on our plate and still being healthy and whole in the process like still taking care of like where we're at personally and stuff like that is right. is what I think we're, we're trying to learn yeah um so that's kind of like where I'm at I'm, I'm, I'm doing great actually like I'm, I'm really doing and busy good. Yeah, I have a few things coming up that I'm really, really excited for, like a few opportunities that God has opened the door for, which yeah. I hope like after it happens, I can share it. Yeah. Um, because it's really exciting for my life. Um, I never knew, I never thought that my life would take this direction. Mm. Um, but God has just been opening wild doors. And we had a meeting on Friday with someone who's going to be a guest on our podcast. Um, and he just like, in a matter of, we were maybe there an hour maybe an hour and a half yeah something like that and he just his connections and him inviting me into his world and and just like we became like brother and sister yeah. and that's what I loved about it it wasn't just like oh let me get let get you connected it was just more so like you're my sister yeah. and like because we're brother and sister let me help you yeah um and it was just really great like a really refreshing conversation 
Um, his name is Gilbert and he's just an amazing human being. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, God has just been opening doors for me left and right. I've been doing things that I never thought that I would do. Uh, this, like a few weekends ago, I preached at a women's conference and like, um, again, like I've done that before. Like mm-hmm. I've preached before at churches or youth conferences, but like it was different because yeah. it was like, I don't know. It was just something different and it was so cool to just to, to do it. And God has just been opening doors since that moment left and right for me to just go to different places and share my story and share what God has been doing in my life yeah. um, and share the faithfulness of God, which I love doing. Like I love sharing the faithfulness of God um, because it's like what we learned today in church. Like you grow because of my testimony. Right. You know, your faith grows because you see how God has um, moved in my life and then my faith grows because I see how God has moved in your life. Um, and that's pretty much like, again, like we always talk about like, this is what we want the podcast to be. But in a sense, that's what we want it to be for yeah. us, our stories to encourage one another, right. you know, and where we've overcome. So I'm kind of seeing that in 2020. Like, again, we just started the year off <laughs> and doors are opening left and right. Um, some doors I have said no to. Um, like that I didn't feel like was the Lord. Just because it's a good opportunity doesn't mean it's a God opportunity. That's One of stuff. my many quotes. You, wow, you hacked that into my head. Yeah, one of my many quotes. Just because it's a good opportunity doesn't make it a God opportunity. Yeah, so true. Um, so, yeah, there. it's been good. good. I've been good. Um, having yeah. fun, enjoying life. Good. Um, I want to do an escape room. Okay. That's what's coming down the pike for me for fun. Okay. Um, I really, really want to do an escape room. I want to do a zombie one, but Sam and Mike are punking out. Wait, what about me? I mean, like, do you want to do a zombie one? No, but like, am I invited? Well, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Duh. Um, absolutely no to zombies. I'm terrified. Oh my god, do we want to talk about us? The movie oh we saw, god, so Jesus. good. I, I know we're so late on this movie <laughs> because it's such a. It was. It seems so scary in the trailer. Don't get me wrong. Definitely a creepy movie. Creepy. Definitely makes the hair on your spine stand up or whatever people say. What? I don't know what do people say. <laughs> the hair on your spine? Wait, I feel like- On your skin, <laughs> on your arms, like your head. Like you could, your neck, you could have choose anything else. Why yeah, your, your spine? spine. Like, you mean chills down your spine. Yes, that's- Hairs <laughs> on your neck stand up. It's fine, everyone. Give her grace. Jesus. Um, anyway. Um, oh, so we watched like- the movie Us and it i have to watch it again oh my gosh it was okay it was a scary movie but it I'm was still a little so scared like i turned good. the corner and i think i'm gonna see her staring at me with the scissors and i'm like yeah, oh girl, yeah. please yeah don't yeah, talk yeah. to me like that yeah 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 like like we were just like reenacting it this morning like if she came in we'd be like listen girl listen you ain't honey. gonna be skitting scooting scatting yeah, around like that not, <laughs> you better not be doing none of that here none of that Boop, boop, boop. None of that. None of that. None of those here. hand motions. None of those motions. None of that moving quickly. You better calm um, it down. You know down. what? Put the damn scissors down. Yeah. Well, how, Put the scissors We don't run down. with scissors we don't. in this what are, home. What are we teaching our children here? We don't run with scissors no. in this home. Are they you? were running all about. They were running everywhere with those scissors. Are you kidding? Such a hazard. Off. Such a hazard. No, it was a really great movie. And then when we figured it all out at the end, like when we figured out what exactly happened, we're like, we have to rewatch like, have it. To because like now, like the director, if you if you know some of his work, he's the same director of Get, Get Out. Out. So um, good. And so there's there's these hidden things in it um, that you don't catch when you're watching through the movie. One because you're so scared. There's the music 
the the music in it alone <laughs> is so like, terrifying oh my God, girl. so terrifying but amazing actors yeah. amazing plot um i i loved it i enjoyed it i had so much anxiety through and through <laughs> because like the turn, music just killed yeah, me we turned it down yeah and I was like, it a few times oh, oh, i was like i day. can't do this right yeah. i was like can we skip ahead to find out what happens because like, this is killing not. me <laughs> like i don't i can't do this um but it was a really really great movie i want to rewatch it yeah. um because of the hidden details that are in it so good um and i love that how like directors just place certain things and you don't get it till the end and mm-hmm. then you're like i have to rewatch yeah. this um and normally we're not like that with movies normally we're really tough critics we're like that yeah. stunk i'll never see that again there's another movie that i watched it's called the boy Great it was movie. on netflix they take it off don't really know why yeah such a good movie it's one of those movies where you think it's like i'm not really into haunting movies at all i it's just I don't really sure. like to open that stuff up yeah. in my life, um, but I was really intrigued by the trailer because I was like, "Wait, is this a haunting movie? I don't think it's like a possession movie at all." So we watched it, not really knowing. And the end is just like, "Yeah, wow!" I watched it the same day, yeah, twice. Yeah, we we restarted after it ended. We're like restart. The yeah, movie. I watched it again because I was I was like. Wow, it's like one of those psychological thrillers that just blows your mind. Yeah, it's like Shutter Island. Oh God, so good. Yeah, if you've ever seen Shutter Island, these movies are like Shutter Island, where at the end you're like, you're like, mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. this I, all makes sense. Yeah, and then you're like, now I have to rewatch it because like yep. I finally got the point of the movie, and now I need to rewatch the whole thing. Yep. That's what these movies remind me of. Love Shutter it. Island, Inception, like movies like that, where you're like, oh, I yeah. got it got it love so it. love that that was really really good um if you guys have any movies you like let us know yeah please we're I love constantly trying to get them movies. to talk to us we're like texas um, your please favorite be movie. our friend <laughs> texas your favorite movie <laughs> um in today's episode which i'm super excited about and i kind of just want to jump right in if that's okay with you sure. um i we just wanted to do something a little bit different we don't have like a set topic um, we were kind of throwing around just different topics that we wanted to talk about and nothing really stuck that we were like, man, I'm kind of like passionate about this right yeah. now. They were pretty good topics, but they weren't necessarily anything that we were like, yeah, let's do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so in this episode, we just kind of want to talk from the heart and share just a little bit about like not only where we're at or just like what Jesus has been putting in our heart lately and just our perspective on the world and society and things like that lately. And then like, you know, like our direction and stuff like that. Um, Because things have changed since the first episode um, where we talked about kind of rebuilding and that whole thing. This is the last episode of the season. This is our last episode of the season, which is so exciting because season two, we have so much in store. Um, So yeah, did you kind of want to start on like, where we're at and <laughs> sure i'm just gonna ask where where are you at what has jesus been putting on your heart like where have mm. things been i mean we've talked but i yeah. want the people to know kind of like what has how has your perspective on life and people and the church and all these things shifted within the last few months even yeah. weeks <clears throat> well how i work is every week i try and focus on one thing sure um it's just how my brain works it's really hard for me to like focus on a whole bunch of things I get really overwhelmed easily so um I try to focus on one thing every week okay um and but lately I've been realizing that it's kind of turned into like a progressive of like a month like Mm. every week it's almost like what I learned last week I can add to this week sure and um it's just all stacking on top of each other okay which is kind of cool about the way that I I work and learn. But 
one of the things that um, I've been really focusing on lately is like getting in my word and um, trying to memorize it. Okay. It's really hard for me to memorize things because um, in school, I, in school, I was so bad at it. Right. It's just really hard right. for me to memorize things. But I've been really trying really hard to memorize <laughs> my word, not not to be able to throw around scripture or just have knowledge in my head for no reason. But um, so I can actually live the correct way. Sure. And I know a lot of people might be a little triggered by talking about like living the correct way, but there is a correct way of living and I'm learning that. Um, And lately I've just been feeling really humbled, Mm. especially at the church that we're going to now. Um, It's in a city and it's in a really impoverished area. Um, A lot of teens that are living on the streets, um, just like a lot of homeless people as well that go to our church and um so that's been like an incredibly humbling experience because i'm so used to being in my little bubble of caucasian suburban churches and when i walk in it's like i'm the minority (laughs) so it's it's really interesting and it's really created a new perspective on the world in Mm. general how people work um other people's needs other than mine right um so it's it's been really interesting and I've been trying to think about other people other than myself. Wow. Yeah, so that's one of the things. Um it talks about how in James where um we're called to like tend to the orphan and the widow and my church has really been teaching me how to do that. I've never mm. really experienced um that's beautiful serving other people or which is really sad. Right. Um I've never really been in a church that uh, did outreaches just for the fact of outreaching mm. um, it's always been to get people in the doors which is important but it's always been to grow numbers it's never wow. just been about a selflessness of just mm. loving just loving the least of these and um, so I've I've recently been seeing like the word come to life wow. I guess wow. um, which has been really interesting because I remember in 2019 we wanted to see acts happen we did and um which i don't think there's anything wrong with that but i was i was forgetting or not forgetting but i didn't really know that in order for that to happen you know it doesn't necessarily need to be in your home you can go out and love on somebody and that's acts yeah you know what i mean yeah the acts that she's referring to is the book of acts yeah um chapter two yeah Acts chapter two with the the pentecost right yeah pentecost yeah so I'm thinking about all these things and it's like, why was I, I don't understand why I was chasing for this crazy experience of fire and all this stuff, which is great. It's a part of heaven. Right. When I can just experience Jesus through people. Right. So I've been learning that lately. Yeah. Um, I think I like, like to kind of add on to what you're saying. Like we were, we had a question. We were like, what happens? And this is how yeah. we found our church because yeah. before we even started going to the church, the question that we had was what happens when the church starts acting like the church? Yeah. Like what will actually, like, what does the world look like? What does the church, um, that, mirrors the book of acts church what does that look like in this modern day and we couldn't find it or we couldn't find the answer to it and then we go to church 
we, we go to the church the first time and the series is what happens when the church starts acting like the church yeah. and he's doing a study on the book of Acts. Mm-hmm. And we were like, if this, this is, crazy. Is, yeah, like this is super confirmation because it was what we were hungering after. Right. And so like we are seeing like he's talking about these things, but it's not just sermon series, it's sermon series in action. Yeah. Um, it's like he's putting it in, in like what he's saying, we're seeing lives actually change. Like the, again, the first week that we went it was like insane what we saw god do and it captured our hearts so quickly where it wasn't like oh we want to be a part of the next big thing it was like no we want to be a part of the jesus thing yeah like we want to be where jesus is and like it's it's not a job right Mm -hmm. like i think for me to kind of piggyback off of what you're saying like for me ministry it was always seen as a job right like it's my job um but now i look at it and i'm like i'm called to it and i'm so happy it's not my job it's a privilege like ministry is such a privilege to serve is such a privilege to serve the ones that are that are least of these is such a privilege for me to even be around people that are just amazing kind-hearted loving people like i've never experienced church like that there was always a motive and there was always like oh like you know like this weird thing when it came to relationships in the church that we came from or even the church yeah the church that we came from and like it was hard to connect but then we came to this church and it was like perfect fit for us yeah um, and like serving and the gospel and all these things. It's like we relearned yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And it, it's seeing all of it, all of it balanced. Um, yes. And all of it active. Yes. Um, which is really cool because I, I never thought that I would find a church that, that I saw all of it active. Yeah. And a beautiful balance of it all. Yeah. Like not too much of like, obviously like the word is what we, our foundation, but it's not like. I don't know. They make it so natural. Yeah. Our pastor says like when it comes to like your giftings or when it comes to just like loving on people or, or the, the kingdom s- flowing through you, the Holy right. Spirit working through you. It's it's supernatural, but it comes natural. Mm-hmm. And I that really changed like my life when it came to loving on people, speaking into people's life. It's something that's natural. It's not necessarily this big boom type of moment that everybody wants and everybody is chasing after. Yeah, he said something that was cool. He said the Holy Spirit has manners. Yeah. And I've always taught that the Holy Spirit was chaotic (laughs) and like that was actually different and that like, oh no, the Holy Spirit doesn't have manners. According to the Bible, like he's reckless and it's this and it's that. And it's like, no, like what he taught on when it came to the Holy Spirit was there are these moments, these wow moments, but Holy Spirit has manners. Yeah. And like, it's this beautiful picture that it's not chaos. Yeah. It's not crazy. It's not, it's, it's in these moments of connection and koinonia. He broke down true koinonia, like biblical true koinonia scripture, not just like his perspective. It was like scripture. Mm -hmm. And like we studied it with him and broke down the meaning of it and the wording of it and, and then modeled it. It It wasn't just a breaking down. It was a modeling. And like, I think that's the first time I've ever seen a pastor 
model what he's preaching mm-hmm. and it's not just all the supernatural supernatural mm-hmm. supernatural it's like yes the supernatural is there but there's biblical sound teaching and theology and there's also the gospel in action yeah. like it's this balance like you said like this balanced view of who jesus is yeah. and it's not like the church is perfect because there, it isn't no. um but it is home for us and we've learned so much from there like when it comes to like just jesus and the yeah. bible and the gospel it's made i know for me personally it's made me hungry for more of church yeah like i just want to go every time they have something i, I don't wanna care be there. i yeah. want to be there and i get super bummed when like we can't because we live kind of far yeah and like so it's hard to get there but like uh, it like i just want to go yeah like i don't care i just want to go yeah um i'm learning so much like how to just be selfless and mm. what that genuinely looks like and also i i so desperately want to be um who like jesus has called me to be like my identity in a sense of like um being careful what i say yeah being careful what i think um all those things how I treat other people. I just want to be behind closed doors. I want to be the same exact person that I am when other people see me. Yeah. Um, and that's been like a really humbling process because I'm not perfect and Mm. that upsets me. Um, and, (laughs) but I feel like also I've this whole few months of where I've been at is like, open to correction and conviction Mm. every single week i'm convicted of something and i think true conviction is a gift but also it's done in a place of love that you want to change what you're feeling convicted about you want you want to be a different person than the person that you are it doesn't make you feel shame yeah that's true conviction in love and i feel like this is the first time in my life where i'm being corrected and i'm being convicted of things that i've been doing my whole life and i'm not i'm not offended by any of it Mm. i'm not yeah i'm like okay like i really want to change this and that's Uh what true conviction is so it's really cool to see like just the love of god work through all these things that you would think would kind of make you upset or offended and it doesn't right I mean, right. I, have, I have my moments where I'm like, dang it. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah. like, it's obviously annoying. Yeah, same, yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's, I want to change. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hunger for it. Yeah, I just want to be a really good person for other people, not for myself, and not for people to look at me and tell me that I'm doing good. I don't care right. about that. Yeah. I just want to, I just want to love on people. Mm, that's beautiful. Yeah. And if you followed Liz's journey, like, it took a lot for her to be able to say something like that. Not that yeah. she wasn't a loving person, but God is working in such a way where it's like, it's not about me. It's about you. Like yeah. to be able to say that is so humbling and to hear someone say that, like, honestly, it's such a humbling thing. It's like, wow, that's right. Like, that's true. Like we say that as Christians, but to believe it and live that is a different thing. Yeah. And right? I also found like so much freedom in my music when it came to that, because uh, yeah, I'm writing songs about things that I went through, but at the end of the day, it's not for me. It's for the person mm. that I'm singing to. Yeah. And so I've been finding a lot of freedom in that. Like, it's not about a career. It's not about me, 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 which is what the entire music industry is all about. It's all about me. It's all about right. all the likes and the Grammy Awards. and all. I literally don't care about that. Right. All I care about is that when people sit down and listen to me sing, that they're touched and moved and that however God wants to move on their life, 
he does it. That's, that's awesome. It. So yeah, that's kind of there's a whole lot more, but sure. <laughs> that's like the biggest the basis of, of it. Just, I've been, yeah, I just yeah, that's awesome. How about you? That's beautiful. I just love that. That makes me sad. <laughs> we celebrate that. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, yeah, yeah, I guess I'm listening. I guess like. Let me think, like, I think this year or like the space that I'm in or what Jesus has put in my heart is for me to really take in the growth and the progress that I've made from when I was a freshman in ministry school up until this point. Yeah. I feel like I've lived 20 years. Oh God, I feel the same <laughs> Like, I feel like I've walked through so much and I've dealt with so much and I have faced a lot of things in these last like year and a half um and this last year and a half that i feel like i came out just like a different person Mm. um even the way that i carry myself i feel like when i first started ministry school i was so childlike and so kind and loving and i was again like i've been through so much so I was a little bit hard, but I was, there was still that childlikeness about me. Whereas as I got more involved in ministry, that kind of died off and I became this person Mm. that I absolutely hated. Like I came this person, I became this person that was, um, harsh and not loving and very into the hierarchy of church. Um, it was always fed into me that like you hang out with apostles, only hang out with apostles. And Mm. that's what I was called an apostle. And so like, that's where I had to be is in this hierarchical system of you have to hang out with the up and the ups, like top tier, your top tier, hang out with only top tier. So I developed this attitude of not being able to connect with people Mm. because of my calling. If you're not called to what I'm called to, sorry, I don't give you the time of day. Um, and I experienced. I mean, Jesus was called to literally die for everybody in the world, yet he was the most personal he, person in the world. Can I tell you the the hum the scripture that humbled me mm. was when he called Matthew, who was a tax collector, mm. and it says that Matthew was so excited that he encountered Jesus that he brought Jesus to his friends who were prostitutes and tax collectors, oh, yes, and they ate and, together, and right? they ate together, and that was the story of Jesus eating with sinners, mm. and like it was, and that story humbled me. Um, and, and not just humbled me. There was just a lot, a lot of lies. Like it wasn't my fault. It wasn't like I woke up with like this, like, you know, like this chip on my shoulder, it was fed into me. And it was almost like I was being molded into this person that was not who God called me to be. And God, God stepped in. Um, and he, literally sifted me out of this place and I had to and broke off like these shells and these walls that I had built up for five six years um to not only protect myself but to protect the image to maintain the position that I had because I had to uphold the image Mm -hmm. and so there was this perfectionism there was this um this just this thought thought that I had when it came to Jesus and when it came to my calling and when it came to people that was not godly at all and so the last of like 2018 2019 was spent me um, breaking those 
right. thoughts. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like literally having to undo so much and relearn Jesus in such a way that I became a child again. Yeah. And I love that my job is working with children it because was a God it's thing. definitely a God thing because it restored so much to me. Yeah. I love children so much. And I think it started with Isaiah. Yeah. Like, like he restored so much into my heart. Isaiah is our nephew. Yeah. He is an angel. Like he like saved my life. Mm. I, I will always say that like God placed Isaiah in my life to show me what it was like to, to be a child again, yeah. like to live the life that God have called me to live again. Like Isaiah was the one, a two year old, like, you know, the verse mm-hmm. that says, don't let anybody look down on you because you were mm-hmm. young. That's Isaiah. Yeah. Like the Lord used him so mightily in my life. Like the little boy, like I, the other day, last night was, it was last mm-hmm. night that I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm just like talking to Liz and he comes in the room and he just puts his hand on my shoulder and is like consoling me. And mm-hmm. I like looked at him and I'm like, this is such a Jesus thing, yeah. you know, like through him, like through his hugs. He's and like through his Captain Crunch. Yeah. He's he's, like, <laughs> yeah. He's giving them to me. He's yeah. like, you want some? Yeah. <laughs> like you need some, you know? And it was like this beautiful moment of like, just like it's not that serious like Mm -hmm. life is not that serious and that's how I took life like so serious all the time like you know um and I don't know like this season I'm just really enjoying life Mm. like I'm just really having fun like with every opportunity my new thing this year is yes like God you have my yes so if you need me to serve somewhere yes I'll do it if you need me to feed the homeless Lord you have my yes yeah like whatever it looks like I don't care if it's dangerous God you have my yes yeah I think what's been hard for me is because I I feel so alive inside yeah like I feel like the word is alive like I see it alive like it's running across the page yeah and like i i don't know how to make other people not (laughs) make because i'm not called to make anybody feel anything but like everything i say i like i don't want to sound cliche sure but it's like so true and i'm like how do i help these people see it it alive like a literal burning fire how do i let them see that yeah that's one of the things that i'm struggling with right now is that i don't want to just be like um just like a clanging gong or a a clanging cymbal yeah i think it says that in like psalms it has to do with like worship or something anyway yeah i like i don't want to be like that (laughs) i don't want to just be like this like repeating after historians who have made no impact right when it comes to this type of thing like how do i make it come alive in other people yeah that's my thing yeah, I'm like, I think, but I, I think this? to kind of touch on it a little bit is like pastor Sherman said it like this he's one of our pastors at the church he said it today where he said like well what's inside of you the Holy Spirit will allow it to come out yeah and so like there's moments where this happened on Friday where you come into a room and you say something and we're like what the heck and like we just know it's the Holy Spirit moving through Wait, you what did I say like when we were meeting with Gilbert and you oh. were just talking oh yeah yeah Love so that. like there are moments where we're like what like go ahead girl like let holy spirit just run through you and move through you or like when we're at bible study and like you come up with these like revelations and we're like man that was deep and like we know that that's the holy spirit just bringing stuff out of you but what you don't know is those moments impact us yeah and so i think that when it's like you said like it comes out naturally like when you're your natural self and holy spirit's moving through you and you're just talking right like it's this it's this 
it makes other people want to come alive and like that's that's what we were talking about today where we were saying like when you when i hear that god comforted you and in your testimony how god comforted you um it makes me it gives me faith that god's gonna comfort me yeah and so it's this beautiful like picture of koinonia and i think that's what we're learning is like the only reason why the bible is alive to us is because of the people that were around because the bible is alive to to them yeah you know and so like if the word of god is alive to you it will impact people just because you are you and i think that's what i'm learning like i finally like in this year i feel this freedom from pressure yeah i agree like the pressure to to impress or the pressure of life or the pressure to get everything together i'm 26 years old and it's like there's a certain pressure that comes right, at you when yeah. you turn 25 yeah. it's like this weird thing it like comes with the age yeah. where you feel this overwhelming pressure where you look at the people who are younger than you and you look at the years ahead of you and you start to panic right. like literal panic starts to happen you're like what the heck and so like for a long time i suffered with pressure like i i can't i can't i'm gonna i can't live under this pressure and i found so much freedom in it that every opportunity we have like one of the opportunities is i'm going to the national prayer breakfast and like which is amazing like i'm so excited it doesn't make any sense and the story on it i'll share with you guys one day but like it's this amazing opportunity that only god can do yeah like only god can set this up like it's such a god thing and stephanie in the past would have crumbled under pressure absolutely like stephanie in the past probably would have passed the opportunity because who am i right and the pressure of it is just so much but like i'm like this is gonna be fun like I'm going to be in this room amongst kings and queens and Democrats and and Republicans and all these the president, the like, president what? and all these really important congressmen and governors, all these really important people. And then it's Stephanie, yeah. you know, like who like who the heck am I, yeah. you know, and what what like why is Jesus? What am I doing? You know, mm. but I know there's a reason for it and there's no pressure. Like, I just feel God just smiling down and be like, go ahead, daughter. Like, because you've been so faithful, I am so proud of you. Go ahead. Well, if you think about, sorry. Yeah, no, no, go ahead. If you think about David, it really doesn't make any sense how he was able to even speak with the king. Sure. Because he was a shepherd boy giving, coming to give his brother's (laughs) lunch. And somehow (laughs) he ends up not just talking to the king, but wearing what the king wears. Yeah. What? Yeah. A little yeah. sh- a boy. Yeah. What yeah. what kind of situation is that? Right. How yeah. does that happen? Only God can orchestrate Only something God, like yeah. that. And I think And like, he was going to serve. Yeah. Oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah, and I think that's what's humbling. And then I have another opportunity coming up in September yeah. that I'm like, again, only a God thing. Yeah. Like this is only God. Only God can do this. We're sitting and here and we're like yeah how the heck did, <laughs> first off and then you're invited and then somehow i was like invited sure. to another thing like on yeah. saturday and i'm like i don't want to go not right. my i'm not trying to sit there with <laughs> no king or nobody i don't know too much pressure right but a McEwen, people would laugh yeah they would they wouldn't believe it and I'm i think like, it's I go to- <laughs> yeah it's such an honoring thing to yeah. see god just moving in that way but i found so much freedom from yeah. pressure and like this this 
this burden and I don't think people would ever understand like pressure used to literally like it would give me I suffered I used to suffer from anxiety panic Mm -hmm. and like I I would stay up like I could not sleep because of the pressure that I would feel and like I remember how horrible living like being free from it I never want to live that way again so whenever I sense that I'm like "Uh uh-uh this Mm -hmm. isn't Jesus right and so there have been opportunities where have been placed before me and all of a sudden that feeling comes up again mm-hmm. and I'm like okay Jesus I'm paying attention this is where I can give my no right, right and right. like so I've learned to say no to things that I know are not the Lord and yes to things that I know that God is like walk through this door right and so it's this beautiful picture that I've like that I'm learning to enjoy is like this this ability to live without pressure like the yeah. pressure is off mm-hmm. like I don't I don't have to live that way anymore and like people talk about freedom and like I always wondered like what is freedom Mm -hmm. like I'm such a weird person where I'll preach it but I I would always wonder like what does that actually feel like yeah you know like I preach like the God of freedom I preach like Isaiah 63 like like he releases the captives and and releases the prisoners and breaks bondages and I'm like awesome what is that yeah and like for the first time in my life I can say like I've found this freedom and I and it's definitely because of the church that we're going Absolutely. to it's also this podcast there's so mm-hmm. much healing that came from this podcast yeah. and it's also because God just like like being willing to let God just be God in my life yeah. and like just release like I, I don't I don't have to be in control mm-hmm. and just the opportunities at my job that I've gotten and Amazing. the people that I've met there and the opportunities that were open because of the people that I met just seeing how God was like okay Steph we're gonna place you here you're gonna do this and then I'm gonna send you here and that's gonna connect you here and that's gonna connect you there and that's gonna take you there and it's this amazing picture of like I finally found freedom from pressure Mm -hmm. and like that's kind of what's been on my heart like I want to honor like obviously like it's all God's glory but I want to honor that you know what I'm saying because it's something that I struggled with for such a long time even as a kid it's something that I struggled with and I, I feel so free from it now. Yeah, I also feel like the verse, like, seek him and you will find him, literally, like, it came alive. Like, it happened. Yeah. It wasn't, it, there became a point where the verses I wasn't just reading were black and white. Mm. They literally became color because it actually happened. You're such an artist. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that's just how I, like, pictured it, it in my yeah. head. Like, it literally just becomes a color. And I, for anyone who's listening, if you're going through it, or any of that like just understand that if you genuinely seek him but with a pure heart mm-hmm. and with an honest heart yeah and even in your fear yeah if you're seeking him you will find him yeah you will and, and it's beautiful when you do find him because he offers you exactly what you need in and, that moment and above. and above and it might not be what you pictured right, right. and I, that used to scare me because yeah. i used to be like what but like i have a picture of it right and like what do you mean it's not going to be what i pictured but God does exceedingly abundantly above so like think of it like this like you you think below what God wants to do you know so that's why it doesn't always look like the picture we think through the eyes of disappointment Ooh, wow that's good make that a t-shirt somebody (laughs) quote that tweet me anyway wow we look through the eyes of disappointment that's so true I do that all the time every single day (laughs) oh my god I've gotten better but I yeah 
Yeah, wow, that's so good. Yeah, but I think that's where your fear was coming from. Sure. Like, oh, like I want you to do it this way because the way that I want it, I know that you won't disappoint me. Sure. Because if you do anything outside of that, I can't control that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, girl, no. Yeah. You yeah. can't even dream of what he would. Right. I didn't even like, I mean, I dreamt up Lazarus Studios. I dreamt up like doing a music <laughs> career, but it always was a dream. It wasn't, it was never a reality. Mm. But he makes your dream a reality. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like, I really appreciate God changing like our way of thinking yeah like challenging it and yeah. us and us like like even as far as women in ministry yeah like i believe in women in ministry yeah. but i also believe that there's a certain way that god does things I agree. so like learning that was hard for me because my whole life i'm taught a certain way right to think a certain way and then it like boom this gets introduced even something like the baptism of the holy spirit yeah like when we studied it like like we believe in it absolutely, absolutely believe in it um we believe in the spiritual gifts and we are nowhere saying that we don't believe in it but we were taught correctly yeah and like i'm like huh like that's been our like we look at it we're like well it says it right here so we can't necessarily argue yeah. with the guy because like we're like wait a second like that's not what we were taught but then we read it in the bible and we're yeah. like oh that's why it's so important that's what i'm learning is like I think Paul talks about it where like he says like to um, not question him, but whenever he preaches to go back and go find it Be in a the Berean. word. They're called Bereans. We're yeah. Okay. What does, what is that? I don't know. What that a is. Berean is someone that they were someone at the, the Paul's time mm -hmm. that would literally take what paul said and they would study it further right they were so called like, that's what it means to be a good berean yeah so going in it yourself right. as well and getting understanding about what he's saying because yes. there's a you could be preached at yeah that's how i lived up until this point sure obviously some sermons really stuck with me but up until this point uh, i would just be preached at <laughs> right but it's different when you're like oh wait like you feed off of it yeah it's completely it's just like um where he talks about like partake like it with communion yeah like the whole point is that you eat the bread and drink from the cup right a lot of people i feel like just hold the bread in their hand and look at the cup yeah there's a completely different a different thing when you yeah it becomes a part when you of who internalize you internalize it yeah it literally becomes a part of who you are i don't know yeah. if i'm making any sense but i'm just talking like <laughs> yeah, i would no, talk it makes to sense. you yeah no it makes yeah, sense yeah so i feel like allowing it to genuinely like yeah i don't know yeah change you and i think yeah. that's it like there needs to be a willingness there because yeah. i i remember i said this to your mom um, in her podcast when mm. we when we were kind of talking with her yeah episode five we talked about this where I said to her like well if someone doesn't take the advice right you could be given advice but if you don't take it what good is the advice right right or, or I've always said it like this like what good is it for everyone in the room to believe that you're anointed and called by God but you it doesn't yeah. do anything for you but when you internalize that truth like I'm anointed and called by God that's what matters mm -hmm. when you internalize the advice when you internalize the wisdom that's what matters because now your actions are based off of what you've internalized 
internalized. Yeah. Does that make sense? And so like the word of God, when it's internalized, teachings, when it's internalized, sermons, when it's internalized, mm-hmm. it genuinely changes your life because that's what I was feeling. I was like, why? Like you have all these people preaching. Yeah. You, we got 9 billion preachers. Everybody's a preacher and nobody's lives are being changed. Right. And really I was so confused by it. Yeah. Like I was genuinely confused. And I'm like, even in my life, I'm like, right. I've been to all these classes my whole life girl i've been to all these classes i mean like your girl has been through the classes through the trainings through the whole thing the whole the whole shebang i took night classes day you talk you name it meetings after meetings teaching staff meeting you you name it yeah right and like my life still wasn't changed and i couldn't understand why yeah i couldn't get it and then it clicked one some of it was bad teaching wasn't necessarily right yeah um but two all of it had to do with like what was i internalizing Mm. like i was trying but i wasn't taught how to chew on the word how to meditate on the word it was just here's the truth live it Mm. and you're like solid how you know and or like if you're not living this way or think this way you're wrong okay how do i change that right so but now i'm learning like okay this is this is what proper living looks like this is what it means to live like a christian and this is biblically the steps of what it looks so we get five points let's say like today he gave us five points of last day christians the characteristics of last day christians and scripture to back that up and we went through every single point off with that scripture there was was so many scriptures (laughs) like there was so many scriptures but we went through it and it made made sense sense. and i was like i was convicted Mm -hmm. because i was like i don't have all of it mm-hmm. not that i have to have all of it but like i maybe have there's, one there's room for improvement there's room there's a lot of room for improvement on your girl and then the second one was like i was like man like the bible says it yeah like it's right there mm-hmm. you know or even when he says like for every current event thing yeah. that happens the bible already has prophesied over it yeah. i was like that's so and then he goes through it and i'm and like literally breaks it down oh, like, oh my god you're right so many people got saved that day because he literally proved the Bible. Yeah, like the he I was literally like, proved I, I the Bible. I had never seen that been done before. Me either, and it yeah. was so cool to see. And so I'm. I was like, can I go for the like? Yeah, like, like we like was raised, I saved? We're raising our hand. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like wow. <laughs> yeah, it was so it was so good to learn the Bible yeah. and like not to prove it to be like ah like my religion no, it's is never about and, that. and it's not about that. It was just more so to be like <laughs> a confidence. Yeah. Yeah, like a confidence in you're dumb. <laughs> a confidence in like what God says and like yeah. and in the Bible. Like I can literally bank my life on this yeah. because it it's legit. Yeah. Like no, not that legit. I was doubting that it no. was legit before, but like it's proof. Yeah. Like I was like that Sunday, I was like, wow, it, it's legit. He just proved the Bible. Yeah. So like again, like not every church is perfect and you have, and he says this all the time, which I love is like, you have your home church and it's designed for you. Mm -hmm. And so like our home church won't be your home church and that's okay. And like, it's not supposed to be, not every church is supposed to be for everyone. Mm -hmm. And it's like God designed a place for you to have family and koinonia and experience him and learn him. And so like, if you're looking for a church, guess what? It's out there. Mm -hmm. God designed a church for you. So 
don't give up. I know it's tiring. And yeah, I know it's, it's like the sense of like, Ugh, this is annoying. We've been through it. Yeah. We walked through that. And we were getting ready to throw in the towel yep. and just pick a church and call it a day. And like we gave it one last time. Yep. Remember, we prayed it. We said, God, this is it. And like, if this doesn't work out, we're just going to pick a church. Yeah. Um, because we had tried multiple churches yep. and we just didn't. We were just like, OK, we don't we don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, so we get that pain and that frustration and that like, okay, God, like I'm trying here, yeah. like help us out, you know? Um, but like to come out on the other side and see how God put us and like designed this for us and what we need in these seasons of our lives is like amazing. So like, just know, like, don't give up hope. Yeah. Um, because God is, he's in the midst and he's doing something, mm-hmm. you know? And even if you deal with pressure, like, and you've been trying to find freedom from that, it's there. Like, I'm a testament to the God that frees. Like, I've been through so much and, like, I've experienced the freedom of God in such a way that I'm able to just be like, wow, like, life is amazing. And I was never able to say that, you know? Todd White says this. It it, has always stuck with me. He said, I'm so free from myself that I'm free from you. Yeah, that's how I I feel. So good. that's kind of how i feel i'm not yeah. saying that like if you say it's like if you call me stupid that's gonna affect me i mean yeah words hurt and <laughs> like, the tongue is fire it yeah he says the tongue is like a burning fire yeah so she really out here to burn everybody down yeah so like i mean be careful but like <laughs> it's like this sense of like i don't have to have pressure from you yeah like my father approves of me so if you don't approve of me that's okay yeah. if you don't agree with everything i do that's fine that's that's why we're humans that's why we're different we're not supposed to agree with each other on every single thing right and so like that's what makes relationships beautiful and so like i just think to um kind of just wrap up yeah. my ends like if you are in a place where you just want to have freedom and you want to have breakthrough and you're just searching for it and you're hungry for it and you've been crying for it i just want to encourage you and and i want you to know the father does hear those moments mm-hmm. like he hears what you're saying he hears what you're crying out for and he is orchestrating everything in your life for that freedom to happen like we have to always remember that the father is he's in there like he's in the midst of every heartache mm-hmm. every broken point he is in the midst of it i know some people that have reached out to me like stuff like this is a hard season for me and my response to them is god is with you Mm -hmm. like i know right now you're feeling the sense of i am in the fire but in isaiah 55 what does he say he says you will walk through the fire and it won't burn you you will walk through the waters and it will not come over you Mm -hmm. it won't sweep over you so it may feel like you're drowning but guess what it doesn't win it may feel like you're you're in the fire but guess what it doesn't burn you it burns your bondages but not you right and so just rest in the fact that the god who created all things the god that created you is orchestrating things for your freedom for you to find a church for you to find community for you to find friends or family or a, or even the love of your life because mm-hmm. another topic that we want to touch on is singleness yeah, and the tough. pains of singleness because we have a lot of single people that are crying out for their mate and they're like god doesn't even care about it but god does care yeah. he knows we are designed for love we love love yeah i can't wait to talk about that topic because i have found so much freedom from that yeah. that i never thought that i would find yeah and i think like maybe in our like 
in our next coming yeah, episodes maybe. like that's something that we could touch on but yeah. we know that pain all too well like that that desire to be with someone and not knowing how to where do we even start yeah and like and so i just want to encourage you and let you know like god hears it yeah. he hears you and like even like liz like you've been crying out for like the bible for a long time like to read the bible understand yeah. it and like internalize it i remember you being like for weeks like even months you being like steph i don't i want to read my bible i know i'm supposed to read my bible more but like i don't even know where to start i'm so yeah, overwhelmed I get so overwhelmed so easily yeah. there's so much to read. <laughs> and like just seeing you like you're highlighting and you're writing and you're like steph this is what i learned and like all this stuff is like really cool yeah. it's like a testament to the god who hears you yeah you know yeah it's so beautiful yeah so like i just want we just want to encourage you in this last episode god hears you god loves you we love you we hear you yeah. we're with you um in the fire in the good in the bad we are praying for you guys every person that comments i write them down and i pray for you every morning so like just know that's another like, thing i need to work on prayer <laughs> keep going <laughs> <laughs> um just know like it's okay we yeah. got you like even your unspoken prayers like i told liz like normally if people are just like i just need prayer or like if they're like you know like like a lot of them relate to a lot of the topics that we've touched on so yeah. far um we just lift them up like lord have your way in their life mm -hmm. you know the deepest cry of their heart um yeah so thank you guys so much for listening thank you um we're so excited for season two for every person that has kind of journeyed with us through season one thank you so much yeah. we love you so much um we love just all your comments and your replies your shares just everything yeah. thank you guys so much for being so honest with us and vulnerable as well it just makes yeah. us feel heard and loved and we love hearing your stories and how our stories have impacted you mm -hmm. um we love you guys so much and we'll see you guys for season two yay